Hello, and welcome to Divine Chaos, the podcast where we are learning to live awake. We're exploring psychological blocks that get in the way, and we're leaning into the divine chaos of this jacked up journey that is our life. I'm Janine Miller Delaney, and here is my co host, colleague in psychotherapy, friend, and spiritual sojourner, Ruth Friend. We invite you into this moment in space where we can take some time to release, at least for a while, all of our judgments and expectations of ourselves. Come here into this holy instant with us and just breathe here, now, and remember you are exactly as love created you. There is nothing you need to do or fix. This is your time to just be and breathe here with us and with love itself. Mm, Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Divine Chaos. We have a special episode today. I get to have my dear friend Brenda Francis with me, and I'm just excited to get to to share in this podcast and see what happens. I've totally, we haven't really, we have not rehearsed anything. We just have our topic and we're going to see where love guides us in our conversation. So I first met Brenda, was it just this summer? It was just this summer at a church camp, at a UCC church camp up on the shores of Lake Erie in Dunkirk, New York. And I had been invited to share the messages I'd been receiving. And Brenda's smile and warmth and welcoming were just so ah, nourishing for me and reassuring for me to be able to share in the group of all the people that I was speaking to. And we found that we had an instant connection. I think in part because we're both students of A Course in Miracles. That seemed to be the piece that resonated resonated for you the most, right, Brenda? But I wanted to let you share with our listeners a little more about yourself. Well, I am so happy to be with you, dear friend Janine. Thank you for having me on today. I've been uh, a seeker in a lot of places for a very long time, and I have uh, been in many different churches, many different spiritual communities. I have gone to a lot of self-improvement things. I have participated in many forms of 12-step recovery. I've done counseling. I've done spiritual direction. I've had a lot of years in nonviolent communication, trying to deepen my compassion and, and be able to speak languages of love. And we are sharing in in the journey and in the course of love right now together as we choose only love. So there's many places that I continue to to look for God, find God, and find myself. Mm. Yeah, you're a wonderful inspiration from that standpoint as far as just being open to just absorb all that God would have you hear and learn from so many different communities and walks of life and experiences. Indeed. I think I shared with you the dream I had that I knew one day, I knew in my dream that I was going, I was just about to meet God. Mm. And I was in a dark room and I opened up a room 
And there was a little tiny Brenda on the floor gesturing and talking. And I got down and I looked really close and I knew I was meeting God. Was this itty bitty little... The little you. The little mini me. Yeah. Oh, cool. And the longer that I seek and search, the more that means to me. The more you realize that God is right there in you, expressing mm-hmm. as you. That's true. Yeah. That, that is becoming more and more true for me. And that's pretty cool when I have those moments of awakening where I recognize that. Sometimes they're fleeting, but it's pretty cool when that awareness comes to me. Yeah. And Brenda has been working, you've been working pretty hard here recently. I've graduated from seminary and I'm in process with an ordination board right now. Yeah. Okay. So that's what it is. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So Brenda is a wonderful minister. She, her, her speaking skills are, her inspiring skills when she speaks are phenomenal, which was, has been great for me when I've gotten to hear you speak. Thank you. Thank you. Well, so, and I'm glad you're on my team. Janine is, has joined my team, Team Brenda. We, we uh, ended up being buddies where when we have a moment, like a God moment, where something just really strikes us. And I've actually shared some of your God moments on this podcast. Um, then, then we text and share that with one another because it's just so fun to have somebody who really, who really, really gets it. But we were going to talk about our teams today. And I, you came up with the topic, Brenda. So I'm going to let you elaborate um, your take on that. Well, when, when I meet patients in the hospital, and something I think that the counselors probably do as well, is we envision a three-legged stool. You can stand on a three-legged stool. There's enough support and foundation for you to stand on a three-legged stool. You cannot stand on a two-legged stool. And a one-legged stool is impossible to stand on. So what is in your foundation? A minimum of three legs I need to support me to have a firm foundation to support Brenda in my life journey. A minimum of three people. And and I dare say three people who, you know, offer me all different kinds of things, but we'll get to that. So I will ask a patient, who is in support of you emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially, you know, who is in your team? And I'm amazed at how many people can't think of more than one or two people. Mm-hmm. So we push them a little bit to how about three? You need three to have a good balanced stool underneath you. And that's and something. Yeah. That is such a great analogy. And I should clarify, you are a hospital chaplain. And uh, you do that. What It's nights. You do long hours on the weekends, don't you, as a hospice, I do. Or hospital chaplain. Yeah. Right. I do. Right. To give some context. I love right. the or you are right, two two legs is not enough. So I've always had support people. Janine, in 12-step recovery, since 1984, I've been in one or many forms of 12-step recovery, and they encourage you to have a sponsor, someone to 
walk with you, walk alongside someone to help you. You know, I've used counselors, a spiritual director. In nonviolent communication, they encourage you to have an empathy buddy, somebody that you can process with. So in seminary, they also want to know, and as, as ministers, they want ministers to have a team of people that are available emotionally, spiritually, to pray with you, to think things through with you, to talk things over with you. And it's so important to realize we're not alone and to ask for help. And it feels like to me, too, it's that's really that reflection of God being present there with us in each of those individual people. So to help us stay grounded in our truth and help us remember the truth of who we are. Yes, Emmanuel, God with us and and the Trinity, the three legs of the stool, the Trinity. Mm -hmm. So so I wanted to just talk about relationships that I have in my team and see if if I can help expand the idea that we're multifaceted individuals and we we're given different gifts each of us and each of each of those things needs support. So I have a friend that supports my artistic creation, my artistic expression. I have a muse. Oh, I love that. I'd never thought of that before. And and tell me more. Tell us more. <laughs> well, artistic expression. Well, it's, you know, and I want to get this piece in there because this was the most important piece of my seminary experience was realizing that God to me is relationship itself. God mm -hmm. is the relationship between Janine and Brenda. That's, that is God. Mm -hmm. So it's like I learned on, on the Hawaiian islands that aloha was the space between us is the spiritual relationship that we have. It's the space between us. And so to me, that's where God exists. So so I have an artistic and creative muse. Mm. I have I have a friend that will just hold me. You know, sometimes you just want no words. Mm. Sometimes right. you just want to be physically comforted. And we all need that touch. Yes. You just want that. And maybe it's a partner, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's a maternal figure. You know, maybe it's somebody that would just hug you. I remember a lady once who was going through an emotional time said, I just asked God to hold me. And I thought that is fantastic. And I have asked, you know, God just hold me. But I want God with skin on Janine. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes you can allow yourself to be open enough and remove enough blocks that you can feel the presence of God holding you right? But sometimes we're too caught up with our ego stuff and our fears that, that it's harder to have that experience unless it's right there in physical form. I've been, yeah, going through more stress here in, in the last few weeks. And yesterday I was in recovery mode and I, it seemed like every half hour I went to Jerry, my husband and said, can I have another hug? Just, we do need physical touch. Sometimes we just need to be held. And yeah, he's a nurse in a nursing home, and he's very, very mindful 
that some of his residents don't get hugs Mm -hmm. and how important that is to them for him to give them a hug. So important. So important to exchange those electrons, holding Mm -hmm. a cat, holding your pet, your animal, getting those electrons exchanging. And I remember a lot of recovery um, and a lot of uh, spiritual encounter groups and things where you sit on the floor and you sit side by side and you just hug for a minute or you just sit on the floor, each facing an opposite direction and you just lean over and hug each other. Oh, I've was, never seen that before. Yeah, a therapeutic exercise. Yeah. And those endorphins, I mean, that really, there's a very powerful physiological reaction when you experience touch. Of yes, animals too, people, each other. It is God in the midst of all of that. Yeah. yeah. I have a friend who is just my moral compass. Uh, she's actually my AA sponsor. She is my moral compass. If I need a sound judgment on something about really what is the right thing to do, I go to somebody who somehow holds that higher ground. And I don't know how she does it. And she will admit that she doesn't, she's not able to do it for herself. Isn't that interesting? Sometimes it's just easier when it's someone else. Yeah. And I don't take her advice 100% or I don't believe in her 100%, but I always check in with her. And I always say, I did it today. Today I asked her, I called her and said, what should I do? What do you see in this situation? And she admitted her shortcomings. She said, well, I think this is a situation where men and women are treated differently. So I'm going to come at you with this kind of an attitude. And she gave me her input and I considered it. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Well, and when we're in our own head spaces, sometimes we just don't have the clearest perspective. We're caught up in our emotion and we just, we can't see things from the higher vantage point, from a different, from outside of the the drama. And you just said the next thing, you know, there's the person that'll hold you here with your feet on the ground, but the higher perspective. I need somebody that can get above the situation, can get above my finger pointing if Uh, I'm having finger pointing problems and can get up there and look down with a spiritual eye, not only look down on what's happening in my life right now and help me define it, but put it in a perspective that might be and it's kind of an eternal perspective, right? You know, yeah, a timeless per- perspective. That makes good sense. That can see something beyond this, what my physical eyes are seeing. Yeah, that can see through the eyes of love that I, maybe I'm missing. Yeah. And we do that for each other because we go back and forth between being in that place where we can look through the eyes of love and being in that space where we're looking through all the ego junk. And you said it, you said it, Jenny, we take turns being able to do different things for each other. And I I want to look at what kind of friend am I? Am I that friend that can be the reasonable, logical, moral compass? Or can I provide you with that broader view that longer 
outlook, the more eternal perspective, that more eternal perspective, or you know, my limitations, right? I have some limitations here. So one of the jokes my friends and I have is we take turns sitting on the sanity seat, you know. <laughs> oh, I love that. What a great, what a great word. Yeah. Do you have it today? Are you are you in the sane seat? Can you help me? And then <laughs> I'm just crawling back. <laughs> just pulling myself back up into the sanity seat. <laughs> and if you're not, I'll go look for somebody else right. who's right. sitting in it. Because we can't be all things to all people. And certainly a partner or a lover or a, a, a spouse can't be all things to all people. You know, they're not. Go. Yeah, go. I think okay. that's worth noting in something I learned years ago. You know, some some of my relationships work well or fit for this need, but they're not. They don't necessarily always fit for another particular need. And so while I may have several friends on my team, I recognize some of them have strengths in different areas. Some of them are better listeners. Some of them are better at just, you know, creating fun, but not necessarily always so good with dealing with feelings. So uh, it's, it is valid and important to recognize that we all have different gifts to give and not one person can give all of it. For sure. And, you know, asking for help is taking care of myself. And I just don't think people realize the value of just saying, I need help. Having those words come out of your mouth. It's kind of a measure of humility. And it's a prayer. I need help is a prayer. I mean, I remember when I was early in recovery, somebody said, there are only two prayers we need. Help and thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes my prayers are just help. Yeah. Help, help, help. Yeah. And when I started really with my spiritual development, I would just say, God, are you there? Mm. That was it. That's all I would say. God, are you there? I love that. Because I, I realize that we don't recognize, we don't let ourselves have the awareness that God is there until we ask the question or until we just pause to notice are you there and maybe yeah. maybe the growth the next step of growth is god are you here god are you here are you here are you here within me she's got her hands on her heart yes are you here i a lot of times will in meditation make that note you know I'll, it might be like good morning Good morning, God. Good morning, love. I did that this morning. Janine, I woke up and said, good morning, angels. I often think that that they they don't get enough credit for taking care of me, for helping me and guiding me and protecting me. I so appreciate you saying that because several years ago, when people talked about angels and guides a little, you know, a little part of me just kind of went, yeah, yeah, you know, like it was still in that denial phase. That can't really be real. They're just a little, little out there for me. But more so as my spiritual growth has progressed, I'm coming more and more into this awareness and having more experiences that 
that I do have, you know, that my higher self, that there are angels there for me and, and meeting me and bringing experiences to me and little visions somewhere in between sleep and awake. And, and I'm with you. I appreciate you bringing that up because I don't give that, I don't give them enough credit and I want to, because I want to notice that they're there. Yeah. My great, great aunt Sylvia used to say, I don't know where it is, but you know where it is. She used to say to the angels, you know where my keys are. Would you please put them in front of me? I don't know where they are, but you know where. And the older we get when we need to find things and then thank them when you find it. <laughs> yes, I love that because then you're making that acknowledgement. I know there is that you're on my team. I have angels on my team. And so many of the messages I've received from love itself, I'm I'm hearing like there are there are countless angels with you all the time, looking out for you, making your way clear, your path sure. And we miss it because we're stuck trying to do it all on our own. And those relationships with all of the helpers, the helpers in form, in a body, the helpers in an animal body, the helpers in a plant body, all of those helpers, the spiritual body. I mean, they're all here for our safety, our comfort. They're all here as resources. And that is really when I started to expand my consciousness and my cosmology, I stopped feeling lonely. I have not felt lonely in years and years and years mm -hmm. because I now know that there's so much here for me to help me, to guide me, to be with me. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you've allowed, you've intentionally allowed yourself to be open to that. And sometimes I think that's the learning curve because sometimes we can be so taken by our own core messages that we're alone or that we're not worthy of the support that we reject it and don't allow ourselves to see that it's there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great stuff. I mean, it's great to think about my three-legged stool that is my support. And who, what three people do I need right now to get me through this situation, this mental state that I've got myself stuck in or, or whatever it is, this fear that won't let go, won't let me go. Who, what three people or what three things do I need to put under my stool to stand on? And I don't hesitate to ask, even at the hospital, when I started that job seven years ago, I said, I called several people and I said, if I have a hard emotional time at the hospital, will you let me call you and talk through and listen to me cry or listen to me, whatever. And yes, yes, yes. I have people that said, yes, I'll be there for you. And I use them. I like it that you're proactive about that. And I think that's really valuable for all of us to think about. And to be proactive about, to make sure we are clear with those, with what people we really want to ask in advance. Will you be that for me? Will you, will you be there for me? Can I call on you? Mm -hmm. 
And you know, Janine, you're at the top of that list. I At the bottom of the list are, are my friends that can commiserate with me. People I just want, can you just listen to me complain? And, and get down there with me in the, in the midst of it. Yeah. Point fingers and just commiserate and just complain and, and just how terrible and agree with everything I say. Misery <laughs> and, loves company, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that's a great place to start. But there there's a ladder to that. You know, that ladder is to get, now get beyond that and maybe go to some rationale or go to yeah, someone some, who can help me reframe this. Yeah. Yes, it's some ph philosophy and then to get it healthier and healthier to the, to the point where we're looking straight up and there's Janine way up there with, at the top of the ladder and, and oh. you're still pointing up, you know, and I just love that. I feel so complete to have, um, to have this many people who are willing to just help me live my life. Just help me live my life. I'm so happy to talk with you about this today because I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Yeah. And, and to be able to pause and acknowledge those people, either in physical form or angel form, even, you know, some folks some who have passed away you know i will acknowledge that you are there guiding me and so just to let ourselves pause to be grateful for all of the support that we have and to acknowledge that it is even there in the non-physical realm and i feel like usually i read a, a message from love itself in our podcast. And I, there is one right here that seems to, I just opened the book to see if there was a fitting one. And I really love this one. It's called a little more trust. Try trusting just a little more today. Just take one step with a little more trust, a little more willingness to let me show you my presence, my power, and my care for you. Just try a little more trust and a little less need to defend or protect the ego mind. For when you trust a little more, then can we work together as one, as one flowing energy from the unified field into the manifested world of form. Just a little more trust is all it takes, and a little less ego, which you no longer need. Oh, just try, and you will see all I long to show you. For together, what a symphony are we? That is lovely. The symphony, everybody in a part. Mm, yeah. Everybody harmonizing and creating music together. Yes. Right. And thinking about just coming full circle about how God is in the space within all of these relationships. And so to be willing to accept help to reach out for help is inviting that that dance is inviting that person to be a part of this symphony yeah. of giving and taking love and support and take you know take inventory who is on your team mm -hmm. can you list them and if you don't know if they're on your team ask them are you on my team will you be on my team and have, know who's on that list because once in a while I'll think oh oh 
they're not home or that person didn't answer or they didn't respond. Now, who am I going to call? Well, I'm going to go down my list, you know? And you know what? And there are going to be times and I come upon that and I've got a pretty good team, but there are going to be times when there's nobody physically available. And for me, that's when I go to writing my love letters to God or my pleading, my help, help me letters to God. <laughs> it says right in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, there will come a time when there's no one there to help you, but your higher power. Yeah. So you also need that relationship to continue to build it and grow it. So yeah, that you need to make the time and the space. Yes. Oh, I've enjoyed this so much. Yes, me too. Me too. It's so good to have your wonderful energy with us today, Brenda. I when when we first when Ruth and I first met Brenda at on the shores up at Lake Erie, we walked away from her and we said, We're gonna have her on a podcast. <laughs> and here you finally are. Yay. Yes. Um so happy to be here and so grateful for you and and all of the good that you are weaving into the spaces between people. Mm, thank you, Brenda. Likewise. And we often do a little, we do a therapy takeaway and we do a spiritual takeaway. So I think they're clear here. The therapy takeaway, make sure you've got three legs under your stool and know that you are worthy of that. So, so go be willing to ask, huh? I, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that spiritual takeaway, I think we just we just wrapped up with too. Just make sure you strengthen that relationship so that on those times when that physical person isn't around, we can still know that that God is still within us here, listening, always, always listening, ready to dance with us or show us or yes. offer that help that we're pleading for. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so as we close, we just, um, I think I, I just want to wish for everyone that you notice God in the space between you in all of your relationships. Mm -hmm. And, and gratitude, a lot of gratitude for all of the people on your teams, just mm. lots and lots of gratitude yes. and, and, and notice member comes in because God will remove people and put new people in place. Ah, and that's wonderful to think about. So notice. It's fluid. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, I love you, sister, and thank you. Yes, it's been my great pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining me, Brenda. And thank you so much to all of our listeners. We wish you all much peace. <laughs>